The Trouble with Being a Demon. Part 1 of the Fiends with Benefits series. A Good Omens Fic, written by Verdant Valpis, read by Literarian. Chapter 23 Sandwiched Between Principalities The demons were led from the cottage kitchen to the bookshop's kitchenette, and Crowley looked over his shoulder in wonder as he passed through the thin space for the first time sober. It really was an incredible feat of magic, these invisible portals. A clever way of keeping Aziraphale's precious bookshop without having to give up his home in the Downs. He was about to tell Zira how impressed he was, but barely managed to utter blimey, before Aziraphale snapped his fingers and suddenly Crowley was completely naked. Crowley blinked in shock, then gasped in a mix of surprise and pleasure as Aziraphale trailed his fingertips lightly along the curve of his bare arse. The angel smiled at him, followed the caress with a firmer bit of groping, then walked ahead. A second snap sounded crisply behind him from Zira's fingers, and Anthony sighed heavily as he came to stand beside Crowley, also fully naked. Right, well, Anthony sighed as the angels continued into the back room. I'll fetch the mop and bucket if you want to get a start on the hoovering. Uh, Crowley flushed. Um, look, here's the thing. I've never actually cleaned before. Sorry, Anthony blinked slowly. You haven't cleaned. Miracles, Crowley griped defensively. Why would I bother with dust mops and hoovering? Honestly, it just gave me something to do, Anthony shrugged. I'll do the hoovering then, and you get the mop. It's pretty simple to figure out what to do with it. Already feeling weirdly shamed, Crowley wasn't about to point out he hadn't any clue where to find a mop and bucket, so he summoned them instead. A second later, two irritated angels came into the room shouting, No, no miracles! miracles! at him. He dropped the mop in surprise, sloshing warm soapy water over his hip and legs. Really, Crowley? Aziraphale tried it. Do this the human way or don't bother doing it at all. Crowley stared at them wide-eyed and blushed when the angels both dropped their gaze to follow the wet trail of suds over his legs. Anthony merely snorted at him and took the hoover out of the closet near the kitchenette. He preened a bit when Zira passed him on the way to the sink, running a hand lightly down his back. Crowley was tossed a tea towel to clean up his spill, and then the angels ignored them both as they began making tea and snacks. Is not doing it at all an option? Crowley grumbled at Anthony as they took their supplies into the back room. What do you think? Anthony snorted. This much we bloody earned, but if you want to scarve off, that's your prerogative, mate. 
You'd be blowing off an angelic threesome. Me? I won't be getting off for a week. I'm already under orders not to come without permission. Crowley frowned at the demon, remembering that particular threat. Zira really ordered you not to come? He'd leave you like that for a week? <laughs> yes, and yeah. Anthony laughed, plugging in the hoover and starting it up, talking over the motor. Puggering monstrosity. I keep telling him to get one of them courtless jobs, but no. It's fucked up humiliating you like that, Crowley argued, and Anthony glared sideways at him before pretending to concentrate on his work. It's one thing to not want sex cause he's mad at you, Crowley continued. But withholding sex as a punishment is just petty. And considering how much he seems to like it, it's stupid to boot. It's not punishment, Red, Anthony retorted, rolling his eyes. Skinky. Crowley felt himself flush again and hissed in frustration. How could Anthony be his counterpart when Crowley didn't seem to understand the demon at all? He took up his bucket and angrily mopped the hardwood while Anthony finished the large rug. He was still muttering to himself when Anthony wrapped his arms around him from behind, hooking his chin over Crowley's shoulder. Doesn't have to be your thing, you know, he reminded Crowley. It's nothing for you to get upset about. I know that, Crowley spat. Just don't Get it is all. How can you get off on not getting off? On being controlled like that? Doesn't make sense. Really? Anthony replied, and Crowley could hear the sly smile in his voice. So, when you found out we were supposed to parade our naked asses in a show of demonic servitude for the angels... You didn't feel even the slightest bit turned on. Crowley's hand slipped on the mop and he hastily adjusted his grip. No, he lied. It's just some stupid power fantasy of the angels, but if it helps him forgive me, forgive us, then whatever, I'll mop naked. Mm-hmm. Anthony smirked, lazily trailing his hand down Crowley's hip, his fingertips barely touching the base of his straining erection. What's this about then? Fine, Crowley growled. Still stupid, though. Don't be like that, Red. Anthony purred, still plastered along Crowley's back like an irritating demonic cloak. Crowley would have shook him off if it weren't that he was warm and his lips tickled nicely against the side of his neck as he spoke. It's all part of the dominance. Giving up your power and putting it safely in the hands of your angel. He can order you to do all sorts of things, and you'll do it because you want to please him. And because it feels good to give in. It does, 
Crowley sighed, closed his eyes against a sudden pang of lust. Why do I like it? I shouldn't like it. It's humiliating. <laughs> oh, you think this is humiliating? Anthony chuckled. Just wait until the first time he actually humiliates you. You're gonna come on the spot. What the fuck? Crowley did shake him off then, turning on him with a hiss and shoving him away hard. Have you completely lost your mind? Relax, Red. Anthony smirked. It's not for a wee novice like you. You've got nothing to worry about. Not worried about myself, you bleeding pillock, Crowley whispered harshly, afraid of being overheard. I know you're hiding something. I know things aren't as you're making them out to be. And then I find out Zira discorporated you in the past and that he tells you when you can and can't bloody shut it. Anthony snapped, his eyes suddenly glowing amber. You've no bloody idea what you're talking about, so just shut your blessed mouth. Crowley glowered at him. When are you going to tell me why you really brought me here? Anthony's eyes widened in surprise, returning to their natural pale yellow, and he regarded Crowley warily for a moment, before nearly jumping out of his skin when the angels came into the room, pushing an honest-to-Satan tea trolley. Less leaning, more cleaning, loves, Zira teased. And please pay extra attention to those lower shelves. Anthony quickly turned away from Crowley to return Zira's leer with a smirk. He then easily bent at the waist to start dusting the aforementioned lower shelf, giving the angels an eyeful. Crowley felt his cheeks burn and returned to his mopping, occasionally glancing at Aziraphale as the angel chattered with his counterpart. They made eye contact several times, the angel's gaze lingering on Crowley's body with a hungry look, and Crowley was reminded of the angel's fantasy. What would it be like to be tied up for Aziraphale and made to wait? To know relief would be granted, but not knowing when. Would he be capable of waiting a week, being teased and left wanting in excruciating limbo until Aziraphale finally, finally, came to him and whispered, Very good, my darling. You've made me so happy. Oh, fuck! Crowley choked and nearly fell over into his bucket. All right, Crowley? Aziraphale asked, concerned. Everyone was looking at Crowley, and he suddenly wished he weren't so blasted naked so he could hide his crimson blush or painfully hard cock. Yep, he squeaked. Just time to change the water. He picked up the bucket and quickly quit the room. Let me help you, he heard Anthony say smoothly behind him, and Crowley groaned, not in the mood to be teased. 
Don't need help, Crowley grumbled, dumping the bucket into the drain. His heart skipped a beat when Anthony's hand clapped over his mouth and he was forcefully manhandled into the cleaning supply closet. First of all, you gotta stop acting like my husband is constantly murdering me, Anthony hissed in his ear, shutting the door and plunging them into dusty darkness. We did each other in a few times in the first eight centuries or so. Don't act like you two didn't have it the same. We didn't, Crowley exclaimed in outrage, muffled by Anthony's hand. Secondly, I'm more than happy with the way Zira and I play and don't need you trying to make it into something it's not. Well, yeah, okay, that might be fair, Crowley admitted into Anthony's hand. He now had the sinking suspicion there was more to it than he'd previously considered, and who was he to kink-shame another version of himself? And lastly, I already told you why I brought you here, Anthony snarled in his ear. Crowley rolled his eyes and sank his teeth into Anthony's palm. The other demon yelped and snatched his hand away, and Crowley spun around to face him. Bollocks, he hissed. You told me a reason, sure, but we both know there's more going on. You're talking nonsense, Anthony glowered, sucking the wound on his hand. Let me guess, Crowley whispered. You and Zira have been bickering more than usual, talking at cross-purposes and generally not getting along. These things have happened in the past, but there's usually some big catastrophe, like a war or an antichrist that sends you two running back into each other's arms. But not this time. Heaven and hell don't give a rat's ass about either of you, and you're both getting bored. Shut it, Anthony hissed. Then you get brought to my door, we have our little adventure and you get called back home. You realize everything is gonna go back to how it was, bickering over scones. Unless you create a new problem for you and Zira to fix together. Getting warmer? Anthony stared at him. I'm you, you idiot, Crowley told him as gently as he could. Remember? Are you going to tell them? Anthony asked quietly. <laughs> what do I look like? A bloody snitch? Crowley smirked, and Anthony smiled weakly. It's not exactly the way you've put it he said. Can't really go into it here. It's a whole mess and I'm already thrice bollocks right now. If Zira catches me in a serious conversation right now, there's gonna be quest. Are you two in the closet? Zira's amused voice called from the other side of the door. Anthony's eyes flew wide in panic as the knob turned. Crowley grabbed Anthony by the hair and yanked him into a kiss, pumping his cock hard and fast with his other hand. 
Anthony made a high sound of shock and arousal into Crowley's mouth and collapsed against his chest, and that was how Zira found them when he opened the door. Crowley pulled away, smirking between the husbands, before releasing Anthony. Saved by the angel, he sighed. Pretty sure I nearly had you. Bastards, Anthony groaned. Red, were you trying to seduce my husband into coming when I asked him to wait? Zira asked calmly, his golden brow raised. <laughs> Congratulations, Crowley snorted, sashaying past the smirking principality. You've got him well trained. He tossed a glance over his shoulder to see Zira placing a soft kiss against Anthony's temple as Anthony shot Crowley a quick, grateful look. Crowley would get his answers later, and he'd play nice until he heard what the demon had to say for himself. He wasn't going to blow Anthony's life over a potential misunderstanding. Even he had that much restraint. That mad bit of kissing and fondling, paired with the sense of danger, had rekindled his arousal, though, and Crowley was very much hoping to have something done about it. He hastily fixed his hair, then swaggered into the back room where Aziraphale was waiting, sipping his tea. Crowley let his hips out to their loosest setting as he snatched up a feather duster from Anthony's supply bucket and began swishing it dramatically over the bookshelves. Hey, Angel, he purred. Hello, Crowley. Aziraphale smiled at him, watching him appreciatively. Crowley played up the naked dusting to the best of his ample ability, well aware that his own arousal was on full display as well. His cock was curved up towards his stomach as he leaned against the bookshelf. You know, it occurs to me that I might be a bottomless pit when it comes to kinks, Crowley murmured, slowly drawing the feather duster up and down his thigh. Oh dear, Aziraphale replied, not sounding concerned at all as he watched the duster's progress. Sounds daunting. I wonder if you've any idea just how much reading you're gonna have to do. Crowley mused, sauntering around the Chesterfield with the duster now. Daunting indeed. Why? He leaned over the back of the Chesterfield to whisper in the angel's ear. I'm gonna buy you so many new books. Aziraphale gasped, his eyes widening and his teacup quivering in his hand. Will you really? Skades of them, Crowley hissed, trailing the feather duster over the back of Aziraphale's neck. Important to keep current on these things, but we shouldn't ignore the rich history behind us either, Crowley hummed. Hmm, 
probably some auctions worth checking out. Aziraphale quickly put his cup down and turned in his seat to regard Crowley with glittering eyes. Oh, my dear, you do know how to tempt me. He breathed, darkening eyes raking over Crowley's long body as the demon continued to prowl around him. Tempt you? Crowley laughed as though that wasn't exactly what he was doing. With work? Hardly. I honestly think this might be worthy of real study, Angel. You'll need a whole new bookcase for these books. And some journals to keep notes. Oh, Crowley! Aziraphale groaned, adjusting himself. A study? Thorough and comprehensive. Crowley nodded. Don't want to miss a thing. This is the sort of project where study will beget more study, I'm afraid. Oh, my! Aziraphale licked his lips. It may. The more we know, the more we may wish to learn. Which could all lead back to more books. Crowley sighed with a mock pout before leaning back over the back of the sofa to deliver his coup de grace. I might even help you read them. Aziraphale was on his feet at once, striding around the Chesterfield towards Crowley with such intensity that the demon instinctively retreated a couple steps. Zira! Aziraphale called before catching Crowley by the chin and holding him steady. Crowley stared at his angel with wide, excited eyes, his heart beating furiously in response to the dark lust radiating off his angel. He barely registered the other celestials' presences when the husbands entered the room. Is there a problem? Zira asked cautiously, no doubt confused and concerned by the delightfully aggressive grip Aziraphale had on Crowley's jaw. He was positively salivating from the erotic promise glowing in those dark blue eyes. There will be if I don't ravish this maddening creature soon, Aziraphale responded. I propose we take him upstairs now and thoroughly ring him out. Yes, Angel, please, Crowley whined, his cock throbbing. Fucking ruin me. You delicious thing, Aziraphale whispered before kissing Crowley with the kind of intensity only a new bookshelf would provoke. I don't know. Zira teased in mock disapproval. He was trying to seduce poor Crowley into breaking his promise. I don't know if such behaviour should be rewarded. It's not a reward, Principality, Crowley drawled, cocking an eyebrow and a hip. It's what I'm owed. See how the angel liked being told to jump through a hoop. 
Zira smiled calmly, his eyes fairly shining with excitement. Crowley swallowed. It seemed the angel liked it very much. <laughs> Foul fiend! Aziraphale chuckled affectionately. You can't hold it against him, angel, Antony chimed in. After all, we Crowleys aren't really known for our self-control. That's not necessarily true, love, Zira replied fondly. After all, you managed yourself very well. I did say I'd be good, Antony purred. So let me prove it. Take me upstairs and tie me up. Antony flicked his lemon-yellow eyes at Crowley then with a smug smirk before adding, Then give Red what's coming to him. Ahoy! Crowley laughed, simultaneously aroused and threatened. Zira gave his husband a sweet kiss before nodding to Aziraphale. You still have Sean? I do, Aziraphale answered, drawing the black rope from his pocket. Um, Crowley began to interject before cutting himself off. He hadn't anticipated that Antony might not be the only Crowley getting tied up today, but once the initial surprise wore off, he found he was quite all right with it. How do you want to be bound, Red? Zira asked, and Crowley whined against a strong pang of arousal. Um, just my wrists, I think, he answered quietly. In front, he added quickly, so I can use my arms if I need to. Manovas, after all, right? More than fair. Aziraphale smiled at him and gently stroked his cheek. Crowley instinctively pressed into the touch. I'm proud of you for advocating for what you want, Zira told him. And being mindful of your limits. That makes me very happy, Red. Mm -hmm. Crowley moaned, trying to shrug as a magical rope twisted itself neatly around his wrists. He wished there was a way to hide how his cock twitched at the praise. Snuffing. Antony snapped his fingers, and the four of them were upstairs in the bedroom. Another snap from Zira, and Crowley's wrists were drawn up overhead as he was suspended from the ceiling with just enough slack for him to stand comfortably on flat feet. So much for using my arms, he grumbled. Oh, we'll unleash you from suspension soon enough, Zira cooed, stroking his fingers slowly down Crowley's spine. This is just to help stabilize you. Stay put, dear, Aziraphale told him kindly, as though Crowley had a choice. He did, he knew. He could use Sean's release word at any time, but that was beside the point. We'll be right back. Zira's going to show me a few knots. My turn, is it? 
Anthony asked, suddenly looking less excited about all of this. Zira waved his hand, and a strange, clearly custom-made bench appeared before them. Its leather-padded seat was nearly level with Anthony's hips, and each of its A-framed legs was equipped with a spreader bar at the base. Anthony's mood instantly lightened. <laughs> oh, breaking out the pew for this, are we? Anthony snickered. If you would, please. Zira gestured to the bench, and Anthony made a show of running through some deep stretches first. The angels didn't seem to mind the stalling, watching appreciatively as Anthony twisted and stretched the long lines of his admittedly gorgeous body. Even suspended where he was, Crowley had to appreciate his counterpart's beauty. Slender, but with more muscle than Crowley ever managed to pack on. He couldn't help but ogle the lean muscles moving under the golden skin. He looked sensual and in control, even with the hard-dripping cock and pink blush over his cheeks. Even as he gave his husband a shy smile, only to cast Crowley a lewd wink a second later. Even as he bent gracefully to lie face down along the length of the bench. Zira kissed Anthony's shoulder blades, where wings were tucked hidden in another plane, and Anthony shivered pleasantly, moaning into the leather when his husband gently took up his ankle and strapped it into the thick leather cuff of the spreader bar. Whatever came next was obscured, though, as Aziraphale slipped a black satin mask over Crowley's eyes. I'll take it off if you want me to, my love, the angel whispered soothingly when Crowley went rigid in alarm. But I thought this might be fun as we get things started. Do you want it off? I will, Crowley answered honestly. But it's okay for now, just take it off before things get intense, yeah? Of course, Aziraphale answered, and then Crowley felt his angel's lips against his and eagerly opened his mouth for the kiss. It was a kiss with clear intent. Aziraphale pressed and pulled him, positioning him however he liked, as he drove his tongue against Crowley's. Crowley found himself grateful for the tether connecting his wrists to the ceiling, as it would be impossible for him to stay standing otherwise, blindfolded as he was. He moaned hungrily, his arms straining as his body strove to wrap Aziraphale up in his passion. The burgeoning sense of helplessness increased as Aziraphale's kisses landed over his jaw and neck and down his chest until Crowley couldn't even reach out to him with his lips. His frustrated whine stuttered into a surprised gasp as a second set of lips landed on the small of his back as Aziraphale was still languidly licking his nipples with the flat of his tongue. Crowley tensed, his nerves alighting with every wet kiss, 
or soft sweep of fingers down his back or up his thighs. His body responded rapidly, the touches directionless, thanks to the blindfold, so that he never knew where to expect the next touch. The pleasure overwhelmed him, and he came with a groan, despite his spurting cock never having been touched. Shit, fuck, sorry, I didn't... Crowley babbled as the orgasm faded and he found his footing again. A strong hand wrapped around his chin and pulled it over his shoulder and his apologies were silenced by the heavy kiss of the angel behind him. A hand on his hip helped him steady as another trailed down his back, rubbing a teasing circle into the cleft of his arse. The mouth on his chest, that had been Aziraphale, right? So the one kissing his mouth must have been Zira, trailed lower and lower, sucking a bruise on his hip bone. Crowley sighed into the kiss, trying to show his gratitude that he hadn't ruined anything with his over-eagerness. Of course the angel knew he was touch-starved and... Unlike Antony, Crowley hadn't been told to hold back. So when the kiss ended only for hot breath to blow across his arse a moment later, Crowley didn't bother to stifle his moan. He let his head fall back, his jaw dropping slack, as the mouth at his hip closed over his half-heart effort. He thrust lazily into that wet warmth, sliding over a soft tongue as, behind him, he was spread by firm fingers and skewered by another, more adventurous tongue. He was surrounded by hands and mouths. He bowed his head now, gasping and panting as he was sucked down with steady and gentle suction, one hand pinching his nipple as another held his hip and set a rhythm to rock forward into that waiting heat. And still another hand was rolling his bollocks and another held his other hip, setting a conflicting rhythm to rock back into the tongue opening him up. Crowley nearly stumbled, his balance on his feet made more precarious by the competitive sucking happening. Fortunately, Zira, he assumed, took command of his pelvis by releasing his bollocks and thrusting two slick fingers deep up inside him, crooking them firmly against his prostate and forcing his hips still. <sighs> Crowley cried, held back from coming by the sheer shock of it. Then the fingers were gently sliding in and out, fucking him open, and his cock slid further down into someone's throat, and he went boneless, shuddering into yet another orgasm. Yes! He hissed as the angel swallowed him, moaning around his spilling cock. He was so enthralled by the heavy satisfaction of this second climax that he nearly missed the addition of a third finger. Fuck me, he begged. 
I'm ready, please. Is that what you want? Zira asked, his voice drifting up from behind his hips, confirming Crowley's suspicion that he was the one opening him up so expertly. His heart clenched at the twisted romance that Aziraphale had chosen to take his cock so well, swallowing him down like that. Use me, Crowley pleaded. He didn't know what was wrong with him that that's what he wanted, but part of him had been thinking about it ever since seeing the fucked-out and satisfied look in Antony's glazed eyes as he serviced the three of them at once. I want to be thoroughly used, rough and hard as possible. I want to be fucked inside out. I want you to ruin me. Fuck my ass and my mouth and hell, I'll make you a cunt to fill too. Just don't stop until I'm... Uh, oh, uh. A fourth finger entered him as Zira slowly worked his hole to take half his hand. Crowley squeezed his eyes shut behind his blindfold and clenched his teeth in a mixture of pleasure and frustration. It was more of that burning stretch that melted into fullness, an erotic pressure that felt good, 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 but it wasn't what he wanted. Aziraphale was sucking kisses into his throat, bruising the skin there with his hot mouth. Strong arms wrapped around his ribs as the angel pressed his face into the side of Crowley's neck, sinking teeth now into his shoulder as Crowley shook and keened and begged. Zira worked his ass methodically, opening him up until his thumb slid in. Crowley sobbed encouragement as he slowly took Zira's fist, clenching around his wrist. He was sweating so badly he was a little worried he'd slip right out of the ropes around his wrist. And still Zira just thrust slowly and steadily for another few minutes as Crowley bit his lip and took quick, shallow breaths. The blindfold came off as Aziraphale remembered his promise, even though Crowley had long since forgotten about it. He blinked rapidly, the light feeling a little rude at the moment, with one angel firmly stroking his erection with both hands, while the other angel had his entire hand inside Crowley. Relax, Red. Zira soothed, rubbing his hip gently with his free hand. I'm going to start to remove my hand now. I need you to relax so I don't hurt you. Hurt me, Crowley groaned. I want you to. I want you to use me. This is all too soft. I hear you, gorgeous, Zira assured him. But not like this. Just do this one thing for me and we'll give you what you want. Be good for me, Crowley, 
Aziraphale whispered in his ear, licking the tendon at his neck. You can be good for me, can't you, love? Crowley groaned and nodded, trying to relax so Zira could do what he had to do, but it wasn't until Aziraphale kissed his mouth again that any progress was made on that end. Then he was left feeling stretched and empty. He sobbed at the feeling, desperately trying to cling with his kisses, biting at Aziraphale's lip to keep him close while the rest of him felt powerless and void. Fear curled at the periphery of his awareness, warning him to escape, to save what was left of his pride. To lash out with the worst of his bitter tongue and wound them before they could hurt him. Crowley ignored it. Don't like feeling empty, he said instead. I need something. I need to... Can I hold you, my love? Aziraphale asked, and yes, please, that. Crowley nodded and sighed as Aziraphale scooped him up into his arms. The black rope recoiled from the ceiling, but remained bound around his wrists, which now dropped into his lap. His arms burned as the circulation returned, but Crowley didn't have long to think on that, because Zira was running his hands up his legs while wearing a wicked grin and nothing else. Both angels were naked and ready. Off to the side, Anthony was tied down to the pew, his arms and legs strapped to the A-frame and his head tied into position so he was forced to watch them. There was something indescribable in his pale yellow eyes, but Crowley's attention was stolen again as Zira took half his weight from Aziraphale, holding him by the backs of his knees. We are going to use you now, he warned Crowley. Are you ready? Do your worst, feather brains, Crowley smirked, relishing the way Zira's eyes shone at the challenge. The angels stepped closer together, gripping Crowley under his arms and knees, his back plastered to Aziraphale's chest, his head resting on his round shoulder. White blonde curls stirred as Crowley's breath was expelled from his lungs as Zira thrust inside him hard, bottoming out three times before stilling inside him. Crowley's eyes were just starting to uncross when the blunt tip of another cock nudged against his entrance. All right, Crowley, Aziraphale asked gently. Green angel, Crowley assured him with a needy moan. Oh, fuck, Aziraphale, do it, please. Aziraphale's kind eyes closed in concentration as he slowly entered Crowley's body. Slow, Zira warned, a little breathless. Sort that. Crowley growled. 
Did I not say used? You did, Aziraphale murmured, kissing Crowley's forehead before smoothly thrusting in beside Zira and splitting Crowley in half in the best way. Yeah. Crowley cried as he was abruptly filled fuller than he'd ever been before. His eyes snapped wide before rolling back in his head when the angels started to move. The pace started soft, but he moaned a mixture of encouragement and threats until they were both hammering up into him, letting gravity force him back down on their steely lengths until he felt the impact jarring up in his shoulders. He tucked his tongue back to avoid accidentally biting it as he was bounced. His moans broke into guttural grunts as his air was punched from him. <laughs> the pounding was relentless as he leaned his cheek on Aziraphale's shoulder, drooling shamelessly down the angel's arm as he panted, half blind with pleasure. His swollen red cock bobbed almost painfully against his stomach. It was perfect. The sweat and hot breath blowing across his brow as Aziraphale chased his pleasure. The way Zira flung Crowley's calves over his shoulder and gripped him by the hips instead, digging his fingers into him as he improved the angle and sent off a fresh wave of supernovas behind Crowley's eyes. Oh, oh, Aziraphale moaned. Oh, this is lovely. I'm, oh, Crowley, I... Aziraphale gritted his teeth and tucked his head against Crowley's temple, hugging him closer as the angel came, gasping, I love you, I love you, I love you, into Crowley's ear as he flooded his ass with his pleasure. Oh, fuck! Crowley cried out at the intense wet assault as they all fucked through Aziraphale's orgasm, sliding his slickness up into Crowley several times before Zira too succumbed to his climax, filling Crowley all over again. Four fluffy wings surrounded him. Two blissed-out angels holding him close and pouring their love and lust into him. Crowley was seared with it, washed out and sanctified by it. It was holy and earthly and lofty and filthy and all so terribly too much and Crowley wanted more, more, more. More, more! He screamed as he came, vision blurring with his tears, as the cool, soft feathers brushed over his heated skin. He thought he heard someone else shout, a distant but discordant sound, but he was too lost to the pleasure to care. He jerked wildly in their arms, driven to madness by his pleasure, 
until finally he came back to his senses with a belaggered moan. Aziraphale was holding him upright, but Zira had abandoned him, leaving his legs to dangle useless as deflated balloons, an unseemly amount of cum running down them to drip onto the floor. He was gathered up and sat gently on the bed, a soft warm hand running lovely through his tangled sweat-damp hair. Crowley gazed up at his angel as he gasped for breath, slowly coming down from his high. Aziraphale smiled down at him, his eyes warm, but there was tension there at the corners. The angel lifted his eyes to look forward, and Crowley frowned, confused. I hear you, beloved. Zira was saying softly. You're safe. You're unbound. Please tell me what's wrong. Fine, a voice moaned, and it took Crowley a moment to recognize it as Antony. Crowley blinked as he remembered that other shout. Shit, a safe word. Antony had used a safe word. Wow. Wait. Antony had used a safe word and Zira had immediately gone to him, had apparently freed him from the pew, and yet Antony was still in distress? Crowley groaned as he summoned the strength to sit up and gratefully accepted Aziraphale's steadying hand on his back as he took in the scene of Zira cuddling a distraught Antony on the floor. What happened? Crowley whispered. I'm not sure, Aziraphale whispered back. Everything seemed fine and then I... we... Let our wings out in our ecstasy, and then Antony was calling for a halt. Tears filled Aziraphale's eyes as he chewed his lip. What if we hurt him? Maybe we called up a bit of grace without meaning to and harmed him. I'll never forgive myself. Hey, angel, Crowley soothed, taking Aziraphale's hand. You Definitely called up some bloody grace, but you didn't hurt him. You were both buried in me to the hills, and your grace felt fucking amazing. If it caused him damage, it would have flayed me. Aziraphale turned his head to stare at Crowley in wonder. My grace felt good to you? Good's not the word for it, Angel, Crowley told him wryly. It felt incredible. Transcendent orgasm. Shit, whatever's wrong, it isn't your fault. <laughs> of course I love you, you silly thing, he heard Zira chuckle. They looked over to see the angel pressing kisses to Antony's cheek. All that love, like capital L love, you were throwing round. <laughs> Antony sniffed. <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't have interfered, but it's been a while. I just wanted to... 
Oh, my darling! Zira gasped, and Anthony glowered, blushing furiously in embarrassment. Of course! Here, let me help you up. Zira continued, springing to his feet and offering Anthony a hand. Anthony looked at it skeptically before glancing back at the pew. Don't worry about that now, Zira insisted, vanishing the bench with a wave. Come join us, love. I shouldn't have excluded you. Cause you should have, Anthony snapped. Was what we bloody agreed on. He won the challenge and being sandwiched by principalities was the reward. I told you I'm fine. But Anthony clearly wasn't fine, and Crowley was beginning to understand why. Zira clearly suspected as much too, although his own stubbornness was now being triggered by Anthony's. Poor Aziraphale just looked helpless. Take me to him, Crowley asked his angel. Don't trust my legs, and I need to muck around in that. He pointed to the husbands, who were now staring stubbornly at each other. Are you sure that's wise? Aziraphale asked, but he was helping Crowley stand. Nah, Crowley admitted. Wisdom's got nothing to do with being a demon. Aziraphale helped him limp his way over to the other two, and then Crowley lurched forward, wrapping his arms around Anthony's shoulders and forcing the other demon to take the brunt of his weight. Anthony stared down at him in surprise and more than a little angry jealousy. What are you doing, you lunatic? Anthony growled. I'm saving you. Crowley replied, staring up at his best friend with a soppy smile. He loved his surly friend. Then he snapped his fingers and sent them both back to the greenhouse. Or that's what he meant to do. He might have been a touch sex adult after all, because the pair of them popped back into being somewhere else, feeling the cold night air on their naked skin a second before they both screamed and dropped twelve feet into pitch-black water.